Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Dan Lobby with Mary Kay Cabot and Ashley Bastock. We are going to talk a little bit of schedule here today. Uh, the schedule release coming out Thursday night at eight o'clock, probably tonight by the time a lot of you listen to this. So uh, we're going to talk a little schedule uh, a little bit later in this pod, but we're going to start with uh, some news from today. Mary Kay, Deshaun Watson will again uh, be taking his teammates on a trip this time to Puerto Rico. Uh, Some of his offensive teammates, I believe the number was at 16 uh, offensive teammates. So we're going to have a Camp Deshaun part two here with Deshaun Watson taking his teammates, getting out of that that last week of phase two of the offseason program right before OTAs, doing a little team bonding, probably going to do some workouts, uh, and just kind of for the second straight year, getting his teammates out of Cleveland, out of Berea, and, and giving them sort of a, a free vacation, if you will. Yeah, and last year, I really do think it went a long way towards camaraderie, towards chemistry amongst those offensive players. By the time they got back from that trip, uh, a lot of them were already pretty good friends. Uh, you had guys that really seemed to you know, know each other already pretty well. I mean, they kind of accelerated that whole bonding process that happens throughout camp. Um, and so, you know, I, I do think that it's a really good idea. And if you have the money... Why not? He certainly has the money to do it. We're talking about someone who uh, received $230 million guaranteed last year. He's getting a lot of that money up front. He got even more of it up front this year in um, in terms of a signing bonus so that they could sign other players and clear $36 million in cap space. And so I think it's a great idea. And, uh, you know, I, I think that these guys really enjoy not just, once again, the football part of it, but, you know, hanging out, you know, laughing, going to dinner and doing all those kinds of things that you might not otherwise get to do. Yeah, Ashley, just, you know, again, a good opportunity to get people together, get them away from kind of that that workspace out of the office, I guess we can say, and and just give them an opportunity to to bond in different ways. Yeah. And I always like kind of wonder, like, oh, is too much made about these kind of trips. But I do really think that there is a value to doing that. And like, especially for this offense, I just think it's especially important because this is going to be Deshaun's first full year in Cleveland. And we've been talking about this a lot, but this idea of kind of throwing as much as they can at him with these various new pass catchers that they've added. And it's about seeing who he is going to gel with and especially who he's going to gel with in those scramble situations, who can improvise with him, who he can get the ball to. And I do think that's like a very intangible thing that you really only can kind of figure out like the more time you spend together and the more time he's throwing the ball to those guys. So Mary Kay actually did bring up something about, you know, these trips this happens in the off season when there's not a lot going on. So I, th- I think we do kind of make a, a big deal, a, a bigger deal out of these trips than maybe they would at a different time of year. But um, I, I guess what is the balance in the importance of this trip versus kind of making too much of it? Because I'm thinking, you know, you've told like the camp cult stories and, you know, Baker Mayfield had everybody in Austin one year. We all remember that trip to Yellowstone on Labor Day weekend. I mean, I mean, these things have happened before and haven't necessarily led to a successful season. So I guess where's that balance between this being fruitful and this, you know, this just kind of being part of the process, I guess. You know, I don't know if there's any way to quantify that. I don't know if you can do that. Um, But Deshaun, I think, understands and recognizes that he's in a unique situation in a lot of ways. He, last year, 
you know, didn't even know how many games he was going to be suspended for yet, but he knew that guys were going to have a lot of questions that guys needed to get to know him and that, you know, that he needed to kind of, you know, just again, hasten that process of showing them what kind of guy he is um, or what kind of guy he wants them to believe he is apparently like whatever the case may be. Um, so I, you know, I think, you know, he, he, it's important for him to do this even more so than maybe another new quarterback coming onto a football team. Also, the expectations are high for the Cleveland Browns. So, you know, this is another way to kind of speed things up a little bit and get these guys on the same page. And if they go and work out in Puerto Rico together, I mean, you can get a bunch more throwing done than you can in Berea at, at, you know, at some of these phase two practices. I mean, you can really rep what you want to rep and work on things the way that you work on them, uh, the, the way that you want to. The, uh, the risk, of course, is in, you know, having someone rupture their Achilles, like, you know, like Mike Woods did when he was working out with Deshaun in, uh, in Houston. He had, he had players working out with him in Houston and, uh, Second year player, Michael Woods, last year's six round pick, ruptured uh, an Achilles and he's out for the season. Now, of course, that can happen anywhere, but that is one risk that you run when you do something like this. Yeah, that, that's actually a good point, too. The idea that they can do different things if they're off site, um, they don't necessarily have to pay attention to the CBA. I, I mean, I, I do think these things matter. I think it matters that your quarterback does this. It's sort of the, the burden of being the high paid quarterback, right? You got to get your offensive linemen super expensive Christmas gifts every year and you got to take your team to Puerto Rico. And, you know, it does it does matter, Ashley, whether it's going to determine whether they win the Super Bowl or not. Probably not. But it does it does mean something. Yeah, and I think it just kind of goes back to, like, it means something given the circumstances. Like, this is a guy who hasn't played a full season with this team yet. He's still getting familiar with a lot of his teammates. I mean, I do think even though the record didn't show it, his initial involvement and that trip he took last year with the offense, like, I remember David Njoku, for example, talking about it, that he came away knowing way more about his teammates, he felt like, and that included guys he had played with for years. So like, I do think there is some value in kind of going around the, you know, the system as it will be how it's set up via the CBA and what they can and can't do and get to have a little fun with your teammates too, because like once the season comes, it's, it's down to business and you're pretty much down to work. And if you hear a dog in the background, I believe that is my puppy Palenka making his orange and brown talk podcast debut because he's just sitting there looking at me being adorable. So if you hear some light growling, <laughs> Don't worry. It's just him. It's a, this is a big day. We have a, I know, a podcast bark week. debut it's, today. It's basically Bark Week, right? This is now Bark yeah. Week. Oh, there we there go. It is. He agrees. There he, he agrees. is. <laughs> All right. Our, our initial debut, our debut appearance for Paul Anka on the podcast. It's very exciting, Mary Kay. We've had dogs, cats, all sorts of just, a, just an exciting day here on the Orange and Brown Talk podcast, for sure. You know, Mary Kay, I do think something else you pointed out in, in your post that um, I didn't think about is this sort of allows the Browns on their end to maybe focus a little more on the rookies. They have rookie minicamp this weekend, uh, but this kind of frees up a little more time for them to focus this final week of phase two before OTAs start. And they really have to mix these guys in with the veterans. It gives them a little more time to kind of work with some of these rookies and, and keep getting them up to speed. 
Yeah, it really does. And that can really be beneficial to them and help them out a lot. They're still getting acclimated to the building and their new digs and their new cities and each other. Uh, so I just don't think it's the worst idea in the world uh, for them to have kind of the, the run of the place by themselves and for uh, Deshaun to pick, you know, this good time to go do this. The other thing about Deshaun is, um, you know, he might have a trial coming up at some point and, you know, this is probably a good time to get this in right now uh, because, you know, he doesn't know where things are going to go in whenever. So, you know, it's probably pretty wise to take care of this now. Okay. We are going to take an early break here. And then when we come back, we are going to preview the NFL schedule by trying to predict it. And I'll just put the disclaimer out here now. I don't know how, I don't think we came all that close last year. Uh, anyway, we're going to try and do that when we come back on the Orange or Brown Talk podcast. And welcome back to the Orange or Brown Talk podcast. Dan Lobby with Mary Kay Cabot and Ashley Bastock. All right, it is schedule release time. Um, like I mentioned, I don't think we came super close last year. I'd have to go back and look, but I, I went back and listened to some of the initial picks that we did last year. And I had I had prime time against Buffalo week one. And that game ended up being in the middle of the season in Detroit. And I was not even close. So uh, this is just, we're just doing this for fun. Don't hold us to any of this. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sort of do it like a draft. We're going to pick an order and then number one pick gets week one. And we'll just kind of keep looping like that. We're going to put in all 17 opponents and the bye week on this schedule. You can kind of declare... Uh, is this a primetime game? Is it a Thursday night game? If you want to do that. And my the only rule I have is they have to play an AFC North team in week 18. And I think we should probably backload the schedule a little bit AFC Northwise, but they definitely have to play an AFC North team in, in week 18. And there's some other notes as we go along, um, just of games that we already know. And we're recording this at about 4.30 here on Wednesday. So I am going to get our draft lottery picked. So Mary Kay, you're going to get week one, Ashley week two, I'll get week three and we'll kind of keep looping around. And then I'm going to share my screen and we will get going. Uh, Week one, there's the opponents there. I know nobody can actually see this except for us, but there's the opponents there on the right. And there's our, our list of games over on the left. So, Mary this Kay... This is extremely helpful, Dan. You even, I know, for the isn't listeners, it? Dan created a spreadsheet and even put, like, in a second column where we can't have, like, when the Jags play their two international games and, like, the games that have already been announced. Dan, this is excellent work. I know. Well, I, I want it to be at least sort of close here. I want to give us a chance to get a few of these right. That's the goal. All right, Mary Kay, give us week one. Well, that's, I'm so glad that you did that because I was just searching for all the games that it might not be able to be in, in week one. There's so many ways they could go here. Um, why don't we do, let's do Jets at home. Jets at home with Aaron Rodgers coming Ooh, Opening up Aaron Rodgers. So Jets at home, week one, Aaron Rodgers making his, his Jets debut at First Energy Stadium. Uh, that would certainly be an interesting game and uh, fresh off the hall of fame. This is like the hall of fame game rematch, right? Some bad blood right. there, Ashley from the, the hall of fame game. 
Yes, even though, like, no one's going to play in those games, I'm sure. But, yeah, it would be interesting for his debut, I think, to come on the road. And then, obviously, the way that Browns-Jets game went last year, it's interesting from the Browns' perspective as well. But, yes, I mean, these guys are going to see each other quite a bit this preseason. And then, of course, with the game during the season. So, um, I definitely think it would be interesting and a great storyline if that's the week one game. Okay, so I'm going to do this as as we go along because I sent out a poll to our texters. I asked them all to try and predict the schedule. I want to see if anybody can get it right. And it has sort of created this aggregate schedule from our texters as well. It's a little AFC North heavy at the end. so uh, But the texters have the Jaguars uh, opening week in week one. Uh, so that was their choice. All right, week two, Ashley, you are up. Man, this is tough because I'm like, do I want to give him a home or an away game? And knowing that a bunch of these away games are going to be West Coast trips. But, you know, I think I'm going to go away and I'm going to stay away from the West Coast games. So I'm going to go the Colts here in week two. Ooh, okay. This feels right. Like the Colts early in the season just kind of feels right. Um Mary Kay, do you remember a single Browns-Colts game since the Browns returned? I remember Jacoby Brissett <laughs> playing against the uh, <laughs> against the Cleveland Browns um, back when he, he played for the, the Colts. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, probably not too many games. Not, not I, all I, was trying to, I was trying to remember. I, I just can't. I cannot think of a single Browns Colts moment since yeah. the Browns returned <laughs> to the league. I was going to say like that game. And the only reason I even remember that game is because Jacoby talked about it last year. Like yeah. <laughs> he was here. And uh, didn't he I, I like this feels like, Oh, I'm, no, he, I'm sure he, he did, but who remembers? <laughs> I can't remember. Let's go look it up. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There were That's running plays because if I remember the context of Jacoby's joke was, well, I can still kind of move like that. Yeah. <laughs> running touchdowns. Like he ran for two TDs or something. <laughs> but, but nobody remembers. No, the, the only Colts Browns memory is the Brown, the 1964 championship game. And ever since then, I, there, no one remembers a Browns Colts game. This is a perfect week two, like 1 PM game, just Browns at Colts. Uh, I'm going to go in week three, I'm going to grab our first division game and I think I'm going to make it the Ravens. So I'm going to say on the road, second straight road game, we're going to go the Baltimore Ravens, uh, September 24th, week three. I'm going to keep this one on a Sunday too. I'm not going to make it like a primetime game, although I'm kind of tempted to. Uh, but we're going to say at Ravens for the first AFC North game in week three, um, giving the Browns two out of three on the road to start. Um, but you, you got to get an AFC North game in here early, I, I, I think. Um, Mary Kay, would you put this one on primetime or no? Yeah, I would go ahead and put it on primetime, I think, because um... – I need. I have a wedding to go to on nine twenty three. I need this game to be one of the prime time, <laughs> you know, games. So, can you do okay, that? Okay. Well, then, again? for Mary Kay's sake, yeah, for Mary Kay's sake, Ashley, we're going to make this a Monday night game. Okay, that that's gives good. her that's an great. extra day. To that's get great. Back. Yes, and and you know what? It's like Baltimore it has such an amazing night game atmosphere. Like, I think for a division game, that's like the one you want, right? Like, we we all know how that setup is. It's maybe like my favorite environment I've been in so far for a night game. So 
I'm I am on board with this and for helping Mary Kay's, you know, wedding plans too. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make our night games gray here on the spreadsheet so they stand out. Yeah, so we're getting Mary Kay to this game. We're making it a Monday night football game in Baltimore. She's gonna go to the wedding on Saturday, she's gonna get it on a plane on Sunday, and she's gonna make it to Baltimore in plenty of time. And people are gonna make documentaries about this trip. Mary Kay. <laughs> um but I mean, that would be a good early Monday night football game. You've got Lamar back. You've got Lamar versus Deshaun. I do think the Browns are going to end up on prime time a couple times this year. You've got Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, there are so many storylines to this. So I think this is a good prime time game and it's, it's nice to get it going early on in the season. Okay. So we move on to week four now. Now the next two weeks, uh, no Jaguars. They play back to back games overseas. I think to be safe, we could probably say no Jaguars for the next three weeks. I would imagine maybe they would get a bye in week six, but for sure, no Jags here uh, in week four and week five. So Mary Kay, who do you like here? All right. So um, I'm, you guys have had them on the road for a couple of weeks in a row. So I'm going to go home game here. Uh, we need another home game and, you know, coming off a big, huge Monday night game, you know, they don't need anything real super flashy or super crazy here. Uh, so I think let's bring, let's bring Jonathan Gannon to town with the Cardinals this week. Let's do that in week four. St. Ignatius grad. I was thinking about this. First year head coach. Yep. You like it? Yeah, Ashley, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this as a, I was thinking Cardinals or Bears in this spot. This field, this was where the Falcons game was last year. That was obviously a road game. Yeah. But this is sort of a, this is a good, this feels right. Yeah. No, I, I like this here. I kind of like how this is setting out and so far only having the one division game. And when they played here in my first year, 2021, it was like the week before I started. So it was in that early portion of the season. Like, I think I feel like this is this is right. Okay, so we are up now to week. So here, the the first quarter-ish of the season, home versus the Jets, at the Colts, at the Ravens on Monday Night Football, and then home against the Cardinals. That brings us to week five, Ashley. And again, no Jaguars this week. No Jaguars. So this is again tough. I'm debating if I want to kind of put them on a West Coast swing here early, but I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. So I'm going to keep them at home and I'm going to bring the Titans here this week. Ooh, so, okay. This is just a, this is a yawner of a stretch here. They, they get the Ravens and then they get the Cardinals and the Titans in back-to-back home games. Um, Mary Kay, I've already got this team four and one through five weeks with this schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I, I, I learned, I learned no lessons from last year. Well, I mean, you've got, you're playing Aaron Rodgers and you're playing Lamar <laughs> Jackson. Um, so I don't think it's going to be easy to be four and one with this schedule. Um, it could happen, but that, that, you know, that could be tough. The, the Jets have a lot, a lot of weapons this year. Um, and so do the Ravens. So. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, maybe four and one, but might be a little optimistic there, Dan. Um, but yeah, good one for yeah, week a good five. test, a good early test for the uh, for the run defense. Yeah. Okay. Week six. We're both we're all dancing around this. We're all dancing around this like West Coast trip. Um, I'm gonna do it. We've given them two home games in a row. I'm gonna 
I'm going to go ahead and grab our first West Coast game, and I'm going to send them to Seattle in week six, October 15th. They can't play the Titans this week. Of course, the Titans are already out anyway. They can't play their second Ravens game this week. They will both be overseas playing each other. I think this is a great a great time to start that West Coast swing. Um, so I'm going to send them to Seattle in week six. I've probably kind of already made, by doing this, Mary Kay, I've probably already made your pick for week seven. Yes, I think you have, Dan. Um, the Browns have requested... Uh, <laughs> to get their West Coast games back-to-back out there so that they could stay out on the West Coast and practice. So, unfortunately, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. I'm going to have to be on the West Coast probably for an entire week. Isn't that so sad? <laughs> um, but, yes. I and, know. You know. Right? And this this would be the perfect time of year, I think, uh, to visit the lovely cities of Seattle and L.A., so let's go to Los Angeles on October 27th at the Rams. I mean, on October All right, so 20, week seven 22nd. we've got. So we'll go, right, right, October 22nd, week seven at Seattle on October 15th, and then at the Rams on October uh, 22nd. Although, okay, we'll, we'll have this discussion again. I don't think the Rams are like a primetime game. Any chance the Seahawks... Ashley, I feel like if this were less travel, this would be a great Thursday night game, but they're not going to make a team travel to the West Coast for a Thursday night game. So I don't know. Are either of these a primetime game? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the Seahawks are Sunday. Maybe that's a Sunday night game. Maybe. I agree with you. If if you're picking between the two, I think I would prefer Seahawks be the primetime one over at the Rams. Um, But selfishly, I have a wedding on October 21st, so I hope the West Coast road (laughs) trip is not part of week seven it's wedding oh. fall guys i hope it's not i should have manifested it by just forcing your guys hands of taking seahawks on october 8th and week five but you know who knows how this is gonna go with my luck it is gonna go this way so we, really we were hope not that we're wrong we were not nearly as accommodating to ashley as, as no. we were to mary Kay. <laughs> nope 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 <laughs> well i've been no, talking about Ashley this has to for figure a long out time. wait and see what the travel plans are <laughs> yeah, she okay. has to wait and see what the travel plans are and see if she can get a, a red eye from Detroit to LA in this instance. Oh, you can get a red eye from Detroit to LA. That's, That's what easy. I'm thinking. I'm in a good airport city. That's like my one hope is if this does happen and if I am in fact going. This is my one hope. Yeah, that's 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 a gimme. You you got that one. And I think having the Rams as the second game is the right the right choice here, too, because if they I did spend too. the week practicing in L.A., it would just make sense. All right. So, Ashley, you are up now. Back from your wedding. You're refreshed. You're ready to go. <laughs> uh, week eight. What are we doing? Ooh, this is tough. So they got they've gotten two West quotes. You know, if this is how it worked out, I wouldn't hate giving them a bye week here after those two weeks away. Kind of a long time to be away. Middle of the season bye week is what I think you want if you're a team because we know how that week 13 bye week it was in 2021, how miserable that was waiting <laughs> for that. So ideally, I think you want the bye week to fall in the middle of the season. Why not after a long swing? However, I guess the counterpoint to that is that is a long time to be away and not on your home field. It is. They would go almost a month between yeah. home games, which isn't unheard of. Um but yeah, that, that that would be a long stretch. Uh, but I, I mean, I like the buy here, Mary Kay. Nice Halloween weekend off. Mm-hmm. I would take it. Yeah, yeah. Like like you guys said, after um, those two 
West Coast games and a week away, everybody come back, uh, get refreshed right in the middle of the season. I, I think it's, I think it's the perfect spot for the bye. All now, right. One question though, quick, really quick on this is if they do have a bye week that week, how mad is Miles Garrett going to be about the Halloween oh. costume situation? And does that mean he would wear the Halloween costume for the October 22nd week seven game? No. He would he would definitely wear it in LA. You I really? feel like you can't do you it. So? I feel like you can't do it. No. You can't do it. It's not Halloween. Mary Kay, I, I want you can. I want you to tell Miles Garrett. I want you to tell Miles <laughs> Garrett that he can't wear that costume. He cannot wear that costume. You can't wear it, Miles. If there's no game this week, you can't wear it this year. You just have to have a little party. Invite, you know, like a party for the media who have covered you and given you all this great coverage. <laughs> That's it. The Miles, the Miles Garrett Halloween party. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to, we're going to take this bye week and we're going to take <clears> another <throat> break here. And then when we come back. We are going to finish the Browns schedule. All right. Back on the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Here's what we've got so far. The Jets week one, the Colts at the Colts week two, at the Ravens on Monday night football week three, our lone primetime game so far. Cardinals and Titans at home weeks four and five at the Seahawks week six at the Rams week seven by week eight. So I am up week nine and they are going to come out of the bye, and this is going to be the Jaguars game. They will come home. Like Ashley said, uh, it's been a long time since they've had a game at Cleveland Browns stadium to this point, almost a month. And this Browns Jaguars game kind of sneaky, interesting. Um, I don't think it's quite primetime material, but I could see it maybe at like 4.05 or 4.25. But this is this is a good game to come out of the bye week against a very good uh, a very good Jaguars team. And that's what I'm going to put week nine as the Browns return home. And just to note, we still have uh, one, two, three. We still have all we still have five of the six division games left as we get into the second half of the schedule. Mary Kay, uh... Trevor Lawrence. Week yeah. nine, exciting game. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is a good football team that, you know, that they're way better than people give them credit for. And, and they're getting, they're getting better. They're well coached. Uh, their quarterback is, is coming alive. Uh, he's got some weapons. They play good defense. Um, not an easy out by any stretch anymore. All right. So you are up now for week 10. Um, as we continue on two weeks now after the bye. You know, I'm going to go a Thursday night game in Cincinnati. Did I like you think, it. You like it? I like it. Okay. I feel like they're due for a primetime game in Cincy. They haven't had one since I've been covering them. Yeah. Just feels right. And they usually end up with a division game like on Thursday night. This is, yeah, this this is good. This I, I like this. So at Cincinnati, uh, week 10 on Thursday night football and don't forget now, as we move along, you can play two Thursday night games now. So still more Thursday night excitement in play um, as, as we go along here, Ashley, on to week 11. Week 11, I am going to bring them back home and we're doing back-to-back division games because I'm going to have them home versus the Steelers week 11. This will be fun if this were the scenario because you'd have the bye, you'd have a good Jaguars team, then you'd have the at Cincinnati on a short week and then Pittsburgh 
week 11, Mary Kay, that would be a fun three weeks. I'd, I'd look forward to kind of, that would be a, a three weeks where we'd find out a lot about this football team. Yeah, that would be one of those things where we would be saying, you know, you can circle these games right here and this is going to be a turning point in the season and it'll be so pivotal and, uh, you know, so much will be hinging right here on these games. I think that Bengal, you know, Bengals Thursday night and then Steelers home in the next week would be really huge. So where do you guys want to spend Thanksgiving? These are our options. We still have we still have some home games left. You could also spend it in Pittsburgh, not Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving weekend. You could spend it in Pittsburgh. You could spend it in Denver. You could spend it in Houston. How would you guys feel about Thanksgiving weekend in Denver? I think of the road trips left, that would be the most favorable. Having done the Houston trip, I don't think so. <laughs> That's like kind of a nothing weekend, honestly. Um I would say Denver would be the best trip trip to take Thanksgiving weekend. However, then you have to factor in flying like basically across the country that weekend. That's true. And that is always a horrible travel weekend. So ideally none. And we do a second home game here. I think, you know, I'm also getting a little nervous that I'm kind of looking at this. We only have three road games left. Uh, so I feel like maybe I should put a home game here just because I don't want to leave us where we're, we have like five home games in a row at the end. So yeah. let's grab Chicago. Let's have uh, Justin Fields returning to Ohio where his last trip here did not go very well. Miles um, Garrett sacked him four and a half times. This is a better Bears team. Um, probably still a team that, that the Browns should beat. But let's keep them at home Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, to face the Bears, Mary Kay, in Week Twelve. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's that's good. Like you said, we got to get a couple more home games. But you know what? There are every year there are stretches where we're like, oh my goodness, we're on the road like five out of six weeks. I mean, it happens. There's it's it's difficult to uh, you know to try to get it where it's home away, home away, home away. Um, so you know, in the interest of Hmm. All right. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six left. There's a game at the very end that I think six should left. be there. Six left. And there's one at the end that I think sh- should be there. So I have something penciled in there that I, that I just think belongs there. Um, so, uh, I think this might be a good week to go to Denver. Let's go to Denver this week. I feel I, I was thinking that too this week or like one, one of these next like three weeks is definitely a Denver week um, at, at Denver. Um, that That's good. I like that. Um, so now week 14. Now here's what we have left. Just so everyone knows we have home versus the Bengals home versus the Ravens home versus the 49ers. And then we have at Pittsburgh and at Houston. So those are the games that we have left on our schedule here. Um, so week 14, Ashley, what do you think? Yeah, I think in this version of the schedule, it has been a while since the Browns played the Ravens. So let's do the Ravens at home and let's make this a Sunday night football game. Ooh. Let's make it a primetime game. Browns, Ravens, Sunday night football. I like it. Two mm-hmm. uh, two Ravens games in prime time. It's perfect. Yeah. All right. So we've got the Ravens Sunday night football in week 14. 
Um, and remember that it could always get flexed there. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts here when we get to this stretch of the season. But this could be a very very meaningful game at First Energy Stadium and uh, the not First Energy Stadium at Cleveland Brown Stadium. There now. we go. We're gonna be used <laughs> to that again, right? We all kind of remember was it was that Monday night game the last time the Ravens and Browns played a, a game in Cleveland in prime time? If it's anything like that, uh, it's it's going to be a great game for everyone to watch. So that brings it up to me in week fifteen. Uh, so let's see. We have had one, two, three. I'm going to send them to Houston in week fifteen. I think we. I, I think I want to get them on the road. Uh, that would leave us with. That would lead, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go Houston with this one. So at the Texans, uh, not Christmas week, so we don't have to go to, to Houston for Christmas Eve. There's there's a chance that we could be home on Christmas Eve or at least nearby. So we're gonna go with the Houston Texans on the road, December seventeenth. Mary Kay, what do you what would you expect from this environment? Uh, I think it'll still be electrically charged. I think it'll still be. Uh, here comes Deshaun Watson again. Um, you know, it was also it was kind of overwhelming and surreal last year. Nobody knew what to make of it. Nobody knew what to do with it. Uh, you know, I, I still think that he's going to have a lot of emotion going back there. I still think there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, a lot of fans that will be reacting to him a lot positively, some negatively. Um, I, I don't think there's any way around it. I think it's still very close to everything that happened there, and I think that. Uh, I think it will still be, uh, you know, ratcheted up from a regular normal game. Okay, so we've got three games left here. We've got the Bengals, we've got at the Steelers, and then we've got home against the 49ers. A couple rules here to throw out as we get to week 16, 17, and 18. The Bengals are playing the Chiefs on New Year's Eve. So we know that game already. Uh, And the last week of the season has to be an AFC North game. So the 49ers either need to go week 16 or week 17. So Mary Kay, you are up for week 16 as you try to preserve the game that you think should be week 18. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, because of that, um, I, you know, again, I'm just going to leave it where I think it should be. And, um, and because the Bengals cannot play in week 17, I'm going to, I have to take them here. I'm taking the Bengals right here in in week 16 so Bengals at home in week 16 so Ashley that leaves you one choice here I know that that makes my life very easy we're going at home against the 49ers on New Year's Eve so Mary Kay why did you need the Steelers to be the week 17 matchup on January 7th it just feels right it just feels right. Browns finishing the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's just a rite of passage. It happens, uh, you know, all it happens all the time. I mean, it is just the way it, it goes and uh, it just feels comfortable to me. So keep it. Let's keep it going. And whether or not those two teams will be in the playoff chase, those that game will still impact the AFC North race somehow, some way. It always does. It always does. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to like pat ourselves on the back. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. But I think we nailed it. I think everybody can sit out the schedule release. I think this is it. <laughs> I think. I think this is perfect. We've got the Jets week one at the Colts week two at the Ravens on Monday Night Football week three, Cardinals week four, Titans week five at the Seahawks week six at the Rams week seven, the bye week eight. 
week nine against the Jaguars, week 10 at the Bengals on Thursday night, week 11 Steelers, week 12 Bears, week 13 at Broncos, week 14 Sunday night against the Ravens, week 15 at the Texans, week 16 the Bengals, week 17 the 49ers, and week 18 at the Steelers. I can tell you, I I mentioned our our texter poll. They had the Jaguars as week one, and the Steelers were the overwhelming choice for week 18. So our texters, Mary Kay, are right in line with you for how they feel about uh, that, that season finale. Yeah, and you know, I'm curious to know, Dan, you did, I, I haven't looked at it, but you did a schedule prediction post today. How close did we come to your prediction post? Uh, let's see. So I didn't do like a week by week prediction. I just kind of did like, these are the games that could be in prime time. Let me pull it up because I don't ever remember anything I write. Um, <laughs> but I tried to predict like the games that could be in prime time and some of them. So the prime time games that I had were. The 49ers. Okay. Um, the, I did have the Ravens in prime time. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had I had the Bengals and the Steelers as Thursday night, which I don't think they would have two division Thursday night games, but I definitely think they'll have one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. Okay. There we go. Um, schedule release is Thursday night at eight. We're going to do another schedule draft, um, tomorrow. Uh, so make sure you're stay tuned for, so make sure to stay tuned for that. We're actually going to draft the most interesting games off the schedule, which, uh, once we see it, it's always like, it just changes the tenor of some of the games. You know, we remember a couple years ago when the Browns had that Ravens by week Ravens matchup, which was mm-hmm. Ashley. I think that was your kind of one of your welcome to the Browns beat moments. Uh, not long after you had started experiencing yeah, really the weird. Ravens twice in three weeks. Really weird, really weird set of games. <laughs> So we'll break down the entire schedule uh, as soon as it comes out on Thursday night. So just get subscribed to the Orange Brown Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And of course, we will text out the schedule when we have it. We'll have stuff that you'll need to be a football insider subscriber to read about the schedule. So just go to cleveland.com slash Browns. Click on the blue banner at the top of the page to get info about that and get signed up. Uh, We just gave you the schedule, though, so you already know it. You don't even need to watch any of the specials or anything. Um, All right, Mary Kay and Ashley, I will talk to both of you later.